Welcome to Urban Plant Health Network's podcast series, The Good, The Bad and The Bugly. Working out if a plant is unhealthy or not is not always straightforward. Is it because it's a nutritional issue or is it a pest or maybe even a disease? Knowing the history of a plant can also help, such as where it was grown and under what conditions. For that sort of information, we rely on our friendly local nurseries to guide us through our plant purchases, advise us on growing our plants, and also help us safeguard them from exotic pests and diseases. To find out more, I'm joined in the Urban Plant Health Network studio by David Reed, Policy and Technical Manager at Nursery and Garden Industry Victoria. David, thanks for your time. Ah, thanks for inviting me along. Happy to be here. For those unaware, what is the role of the nursery and garden industry, Victoria? We're the peak body for horticulture in Victoria. We represent horticulturalists. So we're member-based and predominantly our members are production nurseries, but they're also retail nurseries. Uh, It's allied trades. So that might be uh, the people that produce the the potting media, people that, businesses that produce chemicals, fertilisers, plant protection chemicals. It might be botanic gardens. We've got botanic gardens across Victoria that are members of us. And it's also RTOs, so training institutions. So it's Melbourne University. It's basically anybody who has an interest in plants and horticulture will get benefit from being a member of us. And we provide I guess a lot of professional services. So that could be uh, extension. So I guess uh, providing some information to uh, members on biosecurity for one thing, also just good business practices. We provide sort of full HR services. So we, we provide a, a suite of um, benefits for our members. That's an incredibly broad remit, David. From the perspective of the garden industry then, what does biosecurity mean? Well, for the nursery and garden industry, biosecurity is um, is of great concern for us. It's the prevention of the um, entry, establishment and spread of pests and disease and um, because we do deal with so many plants uh, and so many different plant species uh, into so many different markets, we do really come across every pest and disease that is possible in Australia at the moment. It's of great concern so we do a lot of things to mitigate the risks associated with that entry establishment and spread. In terms of biosecurity, what should people be thinking about when buying and also sharing plants and seeds? I think firstly, us as an industry, we'd never want to get in the way of the general public experiencing the joy of gardening. Things for people to think about if they're really getting into gardening is that we we have regulations on plant movement into and around the country. And in most cases, designed to protect food security and, and, you know, businesses and people's livelihoods from, you know, again, the entry, establishment and spread of pest and disease. Bringing plants into the country is difficult and it's quite costly and for a reason because it needs eyes on those plants to ensure we're not introducing new and damaging pest and disease into the country. And that includes plants, seeds and fruits, which people would understand. That's when probably when they first sort of come into contact with biosecurity at airports when they're asked to sort of dispose on with, with fruits and things like that. So, there's a few things that people should think about when they are buying and, and sharing plants and seeds. And it is the fact that there is people's livelihoods, businesses, and also the bigger picture of food security, which can be affected by some of the actions and decisions people make. In terms of biosecurity, what are some key things that maybe people should look out for then if they're buying a plant? 
what is there, like 400,000 different species of plants in the world. Obviously not all of those are available in Australia, but there's a lot of things that people would need to understand and know and um, and that can be quite difficult and, and almost a, a bit of a barrier to some people to getting into gardening because, oh, you know, it's like getting into a band that's been around for years. It's like, where do I start? Which album do I buy? So it always helps to have somebody that, that knows a lot more than you do. I myself, I rely on a network of really knowledgeable horticulturalists to help me when I don't know something. So look, I guess the first thing people are buying plants and looking to buy a plant is establishing a relationship with someone that knows more than you. And that might be a family friend that knows a lot or a horticulturalist or somebody working in a nursery. Look, with regards to looking at a, hey, does that, is that a healthy plant or is that a, a sick plant? Generally, a sick plant will show some visible signs of, you know, something's not going right. And that might be though the leaves might be wilting or, um, you know, there might be some bronzing on it or there might be some dieback, some mould rotting on the stems. Look, chlorosis is another good one. So, you know, if the leaves are looking sort of a little bit yellowed where chlorophyll's been sort of destroyed or um, been hampered, reduced. And look, if you're familiar with a plant, it might be things that, that aren't there. So it might be, well, that's growing a little bit strange. It's not the height it should be at that sort of age. But yeah, it's the visible sign. So it's also looking at the state of the business that you're purchasing the plant from. Is it clean? Are the plants looking healthy? Are the plants getting enough light? Are they getting enough water? buy it from a nursery, um, you're more than likely going to get a, a plant that's um, going to have the best chance of success. You mentioned there a reputable nursery. You pointed out, you know, look around, is it being kept properly? But is there any other way to check that it is a reputable nursery? Look, there is no standard for a retail nursery, as in a, a level of a, an accreditation or somewhat from the industry currently. You can normally tell when you walk into a nursery whether it's a good nursery, by the quality of the plants. You often do get what you pay for and same for the nursery. If they're purchasing from good growers, good horticulturalists, they'll be purchasing plants that will give you the best chance of success. So they'll be looking healthy. They'll be looking, basically not showing any of those visible signs that I just mentioned earlier. Look, a really good sign for a reputable nursery is someone that's quite helpful and is willing to work with you to help you understand what is a healthy plant, what is an unhealthy plant. Most nurseries will be wanting you to come back to their nursery. So they will be helping you every step of the way if you require it and if you ask for it. You do have a wealth of knowledge you know, working in these nurseries. It's a very deep ocean to jump into when, you, when you're getting into gardening, but the people that run these establishments are very helpful and some of the best people I know, they're a special bunch. David Reed, Policy and Technical Manager at Nursery and Gardening Industry Victoria, thank you ever so much for joining me in the Urban Plant Health Network studio. Thanks for having me on. I've enjoyed the chat. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad and The Bugly. For more episodes in this series, find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. This podcast was developed for the Urban Plant Health Network.